Hey everyone and welcome back to CityWide Blackout, your home for the best creators from around the world. I'm your host Max Bowen and joining me now, this one's been a little bit of time coming. I am joined by Adrian and Mariko. They are the AMs and for the longest time I thought that meant they were just really, really early risers. It took me a while to figure out, oh wait, it's their first names. So there we go. Adrian, yeah. Mariko, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. Okay. That's correct. You know, to kick this off, I want to talk a bit about a bit about uh, how the two of you met because the story is honestly never heard anything like it. So please uh, share. How did the two of you met and what happened to me to make you think, hey, we should do music together? Hey, do you want to take it or should I? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know if I've heard of this either, this, this, this story, but um, um, it happened um, back in, what was it, 19? Is that right? 2019. In, uh, in March, it was piano day, I believe. And uh, I was tuning uh, Mari's piano. So I was, I'm a piano tuner and um, musician. So I was tuning pianos up there in Washington and Kirkland. I was still living there and I was tuning Mari's piano. And after I finished, she, she sat down, tested it out, started playing a little bit. And I was very impressed with how she played. And I just just asked her, I was like, you know, if you want to play sometime, let me know. And that was kind of it. I just left it at that. I was like, I doubt she'll ever call me back. And, and then the next day, I think you texted. I don't remember if it was a call or a text, but you you got in touch with me. And you're like, Do you still, is that offer still stand mm -hmm. to play to play with you and i'm like you oh you want to play okay cool and so we just we just got together like right after that and just started um you know playing together We're just doing some of the covers that i was performing out and picking a few songs and we were able to record from home as well we kind of have our own little studio set up so we just sent you know some of these um covers back and forth i would send her like something i was working on and and then Mari would put the piano part and uh, do like a harmony to it. And and I was like, wow, this is this is working for me. This is like there's something sound, you know, something special. I don't know. I just noticed it right away. And so that's how it started. Um, and I then would like other things say... happened. <laughs> oh, OK. Sorry. Can I? Can no, I... go ahead. So that's that's like the beginning. Of the... <laughs> Right, just to frame this thought, like I hadn't done music really at all until he came in. Like I just played for myself. So I hadn't, I was not going out and playing like he was. He was playing gigs at the airport. He was playing these three hour gigs, like no repeats. He was playing with um, the upright bass, which he also plays. That's actually his first instrument with this other group, the side project. Um, he had been doing that like multiple times a week. He was playing out, he was playing like doing some gigs for Amazon. He was like a very established, um musician and I was am not was not um so it was also like intimidating for me for him to come and just be like hey you want to play and then I'm like oh he's like a real musician right and it's like oh I had all these questions like am I good enough and like what if you know but at the same time I had like very young children at the time and they're a little bit older now but they're still kind of young and um I was like I don't know how that would work um because you know I was I was, I'm, I was a primary parent and, uh, you know, that's also throws a whole other challenge of 
being a musician, which I'm appreciating more now too, as I'm trying to do more music is like balancing, you know, the rest of your life with, you know, creative processes, which take a lot of time to like sit and focus and have a long amount of time to do, um, which is hard when you have young children. Um, so when he gave me that option, like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to do music? And I'm like, Hmm, I have been waiting for a very long time, an excuse assigned to do music. And literally this dude walks through my door and is like, do you want to do music? I was like, how do I say no to that opportunity? You know what I mean? It's like, so say yes. You know what I mean? Like, so just say yes. And then worst case scenario, it's a horrible, it just tanks. And then you're like, all right, that was horrible. Goodbye. But it didn't happen. And now we have an album and a single out. And I don't know. So we got that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for saying yes. That it worked worked out for both of us. Yeah, Yeah. and that is such a cool origin story too, because you just happen to be here to tune her piano. You say, "Hey, do you do some music sometime?" And it's like, "Sure, why not?" And here we go. Um, uh, Mari, a quick question for you: What had happened that you were kind of out of music for a while? Um, just kids. Yeah, Uh, my youngest was four when I met um, Adrian. So chaos, not a lot of sleep, still not as much sleep as I'd like. Um, yeah. So really it was, yeah, probably just starting a family and just not having a lot of time, not really prioritizing it because it's like, well, what am I ever going to do with it? You know? Yeah. So cool. All right. So the two of you, you come together, you decide to do some music and then pretty much immediately afterwards, boom, Global pandemic happens, and everything comes to this screeching halt. Um, how did this change your plans? I mean, what did you have in the works at the time when this happened? Well, I, I think it changed the plans changed more. I think immediately when my family and I decided we moved to California. So this was like less than three months after we were working together. My wife got a job here at, in Central Coast and. And we were just like, all right, sorry, sorry, Mari, we're we're leaving. And so it was, it was kind of, you know, a real bummer to both of us because we, you know, we noticed we had this cool thing going. It's like, okay, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And uh, so that was the summer of 2019. And, and uh, in August, we moved down to the Central Coast and we just kept that conversation going it's like okay well let's keep you know let's just keep recording and sending stuff I mean, that's what we had we we always did that from the start and once I moved down here we started uh, entertaining the idea of doing original music you know so just pushing these covers back and forth which was great practice but we're like let's you know we should try to write our own music and that's that's kind of you know that was the the hurdle the first hurdle was just like the long distance, you know, moving away, we were, you know, thinking maybe this is the end. Um, but we started um, working on some original music. And I think that's kind of what what ignited a little spark in us to to keep it going, you know. And then I mean, for me, when the pandemic it didn't, I mean, I wasn't working anyway, I still didn't have a job down there. So it was actually gave me more time, 
not going anywhere and be able to work on music. So I think I probably spent more time just writing writing songs, you know, um, at that time than I have time for now. Because <laughs> you know? it's like, I can't tune pianos, I can't go out. So I'm just going to work on work on songs. And I don't know if you want to elaborate on that, Mari, as far as the song, yeah. the lyrics and, the you know, sending me lyrics and sure yeah so how we work is i for the last album i um wrote i mean it's predominantly about my adoption but i ended it just the way it worked out i i wrote all the lyrics on that album and then um adrian said it um but i think also just coming back to that the whole how the pandemic affected us it didn't affect our process because we had already been kind of working long distance so in a weird sense that didn't affect us but i think it was that whole like mental um emotional i mean like global pandemic mentality that kind of was weighing on everybody and people were like i need to not go crazy i need to make sure my mental health is okay i need to make sure um that i do something for myself and for me also that was music um and um my husband actually realized that cuz i was home with the kids that means i had a kindergartner and that was doing virtual kindergarten, which is insane. Um, uh, like, like mentally, everyone across the board had their own challenges for a myriad of different reasons. But I think in that sense, it, the music also brought us, gave us that, that moment. I don't know, I, I shouldn't talk for you, age, but like for me, it was like, I need oh, this, this is my time. And... <laughs> Um, and my husband was very supportive. He was able to like, okay, I will watch the kids like for these two hours. So you get two hours, just like focus on your music. Don't do anything else. Just focus. And I think, and actually that's how a lot of our, I was able to, you know, at least get moments for myself, music for myself, um, and progress on this album. Um, but it was kind of that, you know, the pandemic that kind of also was, the catalyst but it also you know it's that fire but also makes you create so it's like a weird so it's a funny thing and we, I don't we didn't know at that time that we were gonna make this album I think that we we kind of fell into that I think just, just coming up with you know just working on these original songs was was good enough for us for a while and I think then, it was sometime, yeah, go ahead. Oh, but then I was going to say, we were starting to stack up all these songs. And I'm like, what are we going to do with these songs? Do they just sit on the shelf and die? Or do we right. at least try and get it out? What happens if we try? Like, let's just see. What if we looked at a few recording studios? <laughs> what if we were able to record in the same place? What if we had a drummer? What if, you know, like... All these possibilities. All these possibilities, but it's still like pandemic was still hanging over us. Like, how would this work? I don't know. But it would be nice to share instead of just having, you know, just an archive that's never out in the light of day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And quite an archive too. Um, I read that you have roughly um uh, fifty songs right now, thirteen as part of your debut album. Uh, how did it go about picking which songs to include in the in the album? Well, oh, sorry. Do you want to go? Go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to. 
No, you're good. You, okay. We can elaborate more on that. Um, well, it just happened to be um, really thematic. I think a lot of the songs were talking specifically about my adoption. We have a lot of other songs that don't really touch on those feelings of adoption or, um, you know, distance or quarantine or um, separation. But we kind of looked at the songs and the the ones that we had just been currently working on as I was going through this process of meeting my birth parents, finding them, meeting them, discovering family members, um, and then the emotions, unpacking all those emotions, which there's a lot. And some of them overlap with the themes of quarantine, um, distance, um, relationships. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, I don't know. Do you have anything? else to add but I forget where well, I, was I, mean, going. I think well I think that's that's it because we had like we just kept work you know pumping out songs but that was definitely I think that's kind of what brought it together for this first album was like that theme you know and I mean, there's a couple other songs that might stray from that a little bit but I think in general that's that's what the the narrative is and we have all these other songs, you know, whether it's the the story or the the style of how we recorded it is maybe didn't fit either, you know. I mean, we have we have some ideas that we're using like we use some electronic drums and synths. We're like, well, unless we acoustify this, you know, it might like it's a good good song, but maybe we'll use it later or on something else. It's just I don't know how it's gonna work as a whole. I mean, we have a whole set of like dark kid songs, which are really fun, but you know, that's for that's for another day. A dark whimsy. <laughs> that's a great band name. That's a great band name. Dark whimsy. I like that one. Um, that's the kids. That, <laughs> that's the other kids project. That's a it's gonna be a curious release. I think no I think kids it was, will come in. It's just there's just to be parents coming out to the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do not bring kids to this one, guys. Okay, you're an awful parent if you bring I yourself. It's only gonna be parents coming to the show. Exactly, exactly. No kids allowed. Um, but I do want to ask about the choice to sort of chronicle. Um, as you mentioned, Amari, uh, this is all about your journey of adoption and meeting your birth parents. What made you say, hmm, I want this to kind of be what I do my music about? Um, I think it was just what I wrote. And then I just wrote, I just, I was like, hey, age, here's some lyrics. I, I mean, like, these are just, I mean, he was sitting on like 50 or 60 pages of lyrics. Um, and I, I'm not like, do something to this. He's kind of just like chooses, you know, well, you, like, just, oh, this yeah, one you, you just posted it. Yeah, we we have a Dropbox and you just put, you would put lyrics up there. And I'm like, I'd go look at the lyrics and be like, let me, you know, pick one like, or just look through them. And I mean, that was kind of the process. Like you would let me know when you had, you know, you wrote, um, you wrote some lyrics. Yeah. We call it the, we call it the clay, take the clay and then mold it into sounds. But yeah, that's so pretty much how our process is. How we work is like, our, you know, writes the lyrics, sends them to me, shares them with me. And then I kind of sit with one and for a little bit and just try to get the, just feel it and see what the feeling is. And, and then put, uh, you know, put a melody and, and harmony to it. 
been working, just sending that to Mari and then she'll put the piano part down um, or a keyboard part and then a vocal harmony. And then we we, we stack from there if we want. I'll add my upright bass and you know additional things, but that's how we've been doing it up till now. Hmm. And, and I got to say, the two of you go really well together musically. I mean, uh, hearing Ignite the Sky, which is, of course, your uh, your debut album, there's some real chemistry there. I want to ask about that, about your different styles. How did it all go together? Honestly, yeah. I, I try and keep up with him. Like like I said, right? Like, he's the... I, I When he asked me to play with him, he didn't tell me he needed singers. And he was like, hey, you want to play keyboards together? And I was like, sure. And then he's and then later after we had been like collab, he's like, you know, it'd be really great if you sing harmony. And I was like, oh, God, I don't know, man. We'll see. And you did. And it sounded awesome. It sounds amazing. Yeah, absolutely. The different textures of our voices just really worked well together, too. I'm like, yes, yes. And yes. Yeah, you know, so it was just, just it was magical, and I don't think we forced anything. I mean, that's the thing. It's like our backgrounds musically might cross over a little bit. I mean, we definitely have different backgrounds, but I think we just kind of met see. at some kind of like at a you know some common ground. I feel like no, neither one of us like nitpicks or pushes the other person to do exactly what they want, like. You know, I feel like that's what is so nice about this, our relationship with music is that I don't have to tell Mari, like, do this and do this. It's like, like, these are already, we're on the same, you know, plane, same wavelength, I feel. It's different. Most of the time. Uh, Habitats. Like we have slightly different backgrounds. Like I totally never, cause I never sang. So I never listened to like singer songwriter stuff, at least not that much. And, and Adrian has like a ton of, you know, listening of like, you know, folk and like Americana and singer songwriter. And I didn't really, I, I never really analyzed it because I wasn't, I wasn't a songwriter. I wasn't writing music. Yes. Um, I think also, so the distance, the a thousand miles apart might actually also help us and that we aren't all up in each other's business um, because we actually can't be. But I also think, I think person, like our personalities, we aren't normally like that anyway, but um, I think there is that distance and there's that trust that it's like, I trust you with my lyrics, Adrian, to do whatever you do. And then you just kind of trust me to come back and like add whatever harmonies. And you told me, I know they're different harmonies than you hear, but you're like, huh, that's different, but I guess that's okay. And then, um, and then we just share ideas, but we're never like, it, it should be like this or sing it this way or your, mm. yeah, we never, it's never feedback like that. It's more of like general, like shape form kind of things we give each other that space to to be who, who we are like do what we do you know and uh i mean i think i've been surprised quite a few times just hearing what what mari's put down and you know or just thinking in a different way you know whether it was a, a vocal harmony or or even a piano part i'm like i wouldn't have thought of that i wouldn't have done that so it's like why do i i've made an album all by myself and it's like yeah it's cool but 
it's all like the way that I think it's like the way that I would express it. And it's really cool to have, have someone else's, you know, vision in there and have both of us kind of meeting. <laughs> yeah. Our different backgrounds or whatever influences. And then we kind of come together and it's just, I guess it makes kind of its own thing. Yeah. It works well. It really, really works well because one of the things that I definitely Adrian, um, one of the things that I got from your vocals especially is you were coming with, I think, as much intensity and passion as as Mari. And uh, I was curious about that because obviously you don't have her experiences. How did you kind of bring yourself into the story? Um, well, I, again, like I was just, you know, trying to, uh, just, you know, internalize the story and just kind of sit with it and just see like where it took me, you know. To me, her lyrics are very like, I mean, they're very like poetic, they're very visual. And so I like to kind of set set a space, like a you know, a certain place and 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 mood. And so I try to figure out what that it is for me. And and sometimes, you know, I'll send something back to Mari and maybe I'm, you know, it's not what she was feeling you know or maybe wanting out of the song so sometimes it's you know i'd have to we'd kind of work on that and i change it and i'd be like okay what about this you know yeah what do you th think <laughs> oh well it's i'm not always it's not always right on the first try sometimes i'd have to you know no but at the same time i think it also speaks to your like your musicianship i mean when you're singing you know covers and stuff you have to emote um, a feeling of whatever is, you know. Um, so I think that's also why people really respond when you do covers, because you emote through the covers as well. Um, I mean, during that time, I mean, you were also, you also knew me at, like seeing this like happen live. Like I was like, oh my God, I just met my birth dad. Like I knew you during that time. And he heard me like, explaining it to him too so he also like like we had these conversations too it was like oh my god what was that like and I was like oh so crazy because he just told me he was like around the corner and then I just met him and it was but we sat outside and it was really cool like I don't know there's like all this stuff so he he also heard it like first person from me um so I think there was also that you know just like that's crazy I just heard this first person not just through my lyrics but just like this is so crazy. I have a half sister, you know, like um, these stories too, that he heard from like from me, which also I think just from an empathy perspective, you know, he's like able to grasp onto that as well. Well, it's what well, it definitely gave like just having those lyrics. I was like, wow, you're going, you know, going through all kinds of stuff right now. But it also <laughs> like for me, um, since I'm not, really a great lyricist and it just comes much harder for me to do that I, I i'm much stronger and you know just on the the emoting and the musical side it was it was great to have have some lyrics to try to figure out and and set you know the mood for and just like a direction you know so i think sometimes for me the lyrics i get i get kind of lost or i'm not sure where to you know where you, where to begin so it was it was always a good good starting point uh mari a quick question for you um i'm i was curious about what it was like for you to 
essentially kind of go through this process again through the making of Ignite the Sky? It was all part of the process, I think. So um, like living through these emotions and then seeing him put the lyrics of what I was feeling into music and then seeing like, oh, does that music sit right with with how I was feeling? Like biggest wave, like how do we how do we create that feeling of just like building and like just like wave upon wave of different like of realizing the different layers of love or um and growing and building and I think we both have a, like a classical background and I think um I, that definitely comes out and how we layer things and how we hear things I think um that's where we overlap on our Venn diagram um but I I, th I mean, it was definitely helpful. It was necessary. I was going through it during quarantine, during COVID. Um, and uh, so, so there's isolation, but then it was kind of further um, exaggerated by, you know, the adoption and like the separation of like 15,000 days, which is the name of a track on our album, which is how many days had passed since I'd seen them. So like imagine having a baby and then being told in 15,000 days, you will see your child again. Like that's some, that's crazy. Like I have children. I can't imagine doing that or going through that. Um, so that kind of distance too. And then, you know, there's also the distance between Adrian and me. So like everything was kind of um, echoing. And I guess it also helped, um, like I said, process. But eventually, because you're working through things, you get better or you make peace or you find a way to deal with everything that's happened. I don't know if I answered your question. You did. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. I get you. I get okay. you. Well, and it was, I think that was really crazy, too, because that time when we were recording was the first time that we played all together with the drummer. Yeah. So that was like coming kind of that story, you know, coming back together, right? Meeting up again. And and we never played with Jason, the drummer, before that. We just gave him songs and we showed up and we just, you know, we started recording right off the bat and playing as a trio. And we're like, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was kind of magical. It was really cool to to know that we could just come into a room and and pull it off, you know, and still have all the feels there. That was our motto. The drummer brought the vibe over accuracy. So it was really about really about the feeling. How 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 like how good does this song feel? And just have the emotions there. Um, there we go. As opposed to like trying to make everything perfect. Cause we did usually one or two takes of each song by the time we got to the third take it was like it kind of lost something you know yep and so we're like okay do we want the, all the notes everything to be like all like in the perfect place or do we want the feeling to be there so that's that's what that hat is that you just saw yeah that was kind of important for us going in with that like mindset to recording I love it. I love that motto, vibe over accuracy. And that, like, knowing that we had that as like a North Star, like, it doesn't matter. 
it's like we got to capture that vibe because then if no, if no one feels it if you're not you know evoking that then you know people won't people won't grab onto it but they'll get over a few notes they'll get over whatever they won't even know <laughs> they won't even know it's all an illusion all an illusion <laughs> okay um any particular songs that have a real strong impact for either of you all of them <laughs> um, <laughs> um wow well i think ignite the sky for me um i mean we we talked to i mean that it's the name of the album i mean it, it encompassed all the different feelings themes of the quarantine the adoption the space between adrian and i um it kind of it's it's kind of big it's kind of cinematic it's got a lot of feels i don't know it's um it showcases a lot of us too like i feel like it it's a very am's feature and it and it yeah kind of captured where we were in that moment and everything that was going around us in that time i feel yeah that's definitely our jam layering and textures so that's a that's a good one i mean it's hard i always have a hard time with that but i i really love uh into the chill to me that song is just it's just beautiful it's really spark has the sparseness simplicity it doesn't need all these other things to make it sound it's just really pretty as it is as like this simple song and i think that's the first one we recorded i remember finishing the first take and being like damn that sounds good <laughs> and uh yeah and just like to me the message in that too is just like with all this you know just craziness that goes around you and that's happening in the world and everything that you know like these things you have to deal with there's always like this light at the end of the tunnel you know there's like something to look forward to um it's like a simple message to me that song is yeah is a is powerful i want to ask about distance because uh the two of you live basically on the opposite sides of the country so you know going going on tour playing shows kind of hard to put this together Uh, how does that change the plan for the music given that there is no there is no cd release show there is no tour to support the album it's just you're putting it out there that that is true i mean we we try to make an effort to to visit each other you know a few times a year and and get some gigs but it is logistically pretty damn hard to to actually go on tour just in both of our situations right now um as far as our music getting out there i mean i do perform every week so I perform regularly. So I do play, like I always play, you know, some of our songs. So I am definitely getting stuff out there, but just the two of us playing is, yeah, it's definitely a challenge, but it is super awesome when we do because it's very special. And I think it's, I mean, I think it's just really fun to have us. And I think other people are enjoy it too. You know, when the two of us are actually playing together, it makes me really happy because I'm playing these songs by myself. And like, and then Mari joins in, comes in with the pianos and harmonies. I'm like, okay. You're like, now oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, now we're talking. Yeah. 
but it is nice. I mean, because he's been playing locally down there. Um, usually if I come down there, people, you know, the places down there know them. There's a great music scene down there. Um, very supportive, um, like the breweries and, um, there's a lot of wineries, of course. Um, so, um, we usually, when I come down there, we usually are able to book like two in the weekend. Um, no problem, but, um, yeah, we're trying to, we'll try and maybe, <laughs> I don't know how that, how you get, how we get beyond that, but, um, we are excited just to share our music when we can. And mind you, when it's just the two of us, it's like the MTV unplugged version where it's just like, everything's really stripped back. Like, don't expect, we're probably yeah. not going to play Ignite the Sky Live. Like, that's probably <laughs> not going to happen. So. No choir. Um, yeah, we'll do. Yeah. But it is fun. It's a different. And I think, I mean, I think our songs hold up to at least the ones that we know can hold up, you know, strip back to. It's kind of fun to to hear them in that. In that well, way. That's that's how they started it originally. And I was like, well, if these songs True. sound yeah. good by themselves, or I mean, just with the two of us playing it, you know, then the other stuff's just icing on the cake, you know, like I, I feel strongly like if our, our song sounds great stripped down just guitar and piano or just really simple then i'm like okay that's that's you know that makes me happy um well and then just getting when we are together you know once in a while also it's amazing to try to write or work on material because it goes very differently or a lot quicker when we're in the same space trying to work out something we're like oh you did that oh yeah let's do this and it happens pretty uh instantaneously you know whereas when we're doing it long distance there is that lag of like you listening to it having to actually get into the song putting you know changing something get, you know things can take longer too We've talked a lot about the album, but of course, you have your recently released, uh, you did a cover of No Surprises, which is from Radiohead's 97 release, OK Computer. I'm curious about why this song and sort of your take on it. <laughs> well, we were doing, we've done like two other Radiohead songs. Um, that we just, I think we played, uh, one was Black Star and the other one is... What did we, high and dry we did high and dry so i think both off uh, the bend yeah and then i think i just started messing around just started playing the piano that that guitar part on the piano and then that, that might have just been like a like a trigger like ooh, let me try that or something i think it was something like that that happened like oh let me try that and then we tried it and then we were like you told me i remember you telling I told me you. like you were like, how about doing this song? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, I love that song. I don't think I've played it before, but um, it's just, yeah, there's something really. Haunting. Yeah, haunting is the right word. Yeah, definitely. It's Very kind of, haunting. You know, right, right up our, it's our jam, right up our alley. Which is funny because we're not like serious, dark people. Like, I think you can get that from meeting us today but like we love we're all about like the angst and the the mm. dark love it we love it i love yeah some radio head when i think <laughs> it was just cool trying some songs like that too or just any cover but like that one where the the roles of the instruments too are kind of flipped you know there's the 
the piano's taken over the guitar, the arpeggiated guitar part, which is really cool. Like that's already different right there. Right. And then, and then just to kind of fill it out and build build the song um, in the second verse later, I, I kind of introduce, I bring in the bowed bass part, you know? So it has just this, our own twist on it. And I think it just sounds, um, we still kept it really stripped back, like simple, but it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, it works. The upright bass on that low, yeah, it's the acoustic instruments. Like I mean, I could have almost just done without the acoustic guitar, but um, it, it was just like, let's just not like clutter the song. Let's just keep it, you know, to the to meat and potatoes, I guess. And then, like, it just sounds, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a beautiful song. So, what is next for the AMs? Uh, well, we we have been working on a second. We recorded our second album, uh, a whole other set of songs. So we have like, oh, you know, like we're like, oh, we're only going to do ten songs. We barely got to ten songs, like at the end of the summer, and somehow we ended up recording October, having fifteen songs. Insane. Um, so yeah, we have all that, and we just had that mixed, and um, so those songs will be spilling out at some point i don't know when yet so we have a whole other album i mean we need to figure out the song order and you know title and all that stuff but yeah we're still doing edits um like mixing edits to it um and then still needs to get mastered and then we'll, yeah we'll figure out how how we release it to the world but um <laughs> But we're very happy with it too. It was fun. Nice. It was a good, yeah. a very nice pro, you know, um experience. And we kind of recorded and also in October, like we did the first album and and just crammed a bunch of as many songs as we could into five days, you know, and we had the same drummer. So it, like we were kind of used to uh what we did the first time and we thought that was going to be our demise just being like oh it's going to be a piece of cake but um it actually we got through it you know unscathed i think like it was pretty i'm pretty proud of what we did there hmm. mm -hmm. now in terms of sound will this new album be a lot like ignite the sky or you're going in a different direction amari do you want to <laughs> okay back? um I, I would say similar and different maybe you know yeah because i mean we do still use the um, same instruments right we still have the upright bass we've got guitar we've got um that steinway um that beautiful steinway and uh and then some old like vintage keys as well um th there might be a little bit more like 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 soul influenced or like mm -hmm. songs or blues or a little bit more um well, there's all that in there. I mean, there's yeah, we there's a little like you know soulful vibe in there. There's definitely some bluesiness in there. Um, we're yeah, I mean we're a little bit <laughs> hard to pin down. I think sometimes because we yeah. are by so many people or so many different genres and like like everyone you always hear it's like don't don't make music because you think that's what people want you to make. It's like make it make the music you want to make and that will be your best art. So it's always like, 
I know we have some of these outliers in terms of genre maybe, but it, to us, it speaks, it speaks that way to us. Like it comes out that way. It's, um, and we think it's fun. And like with 15,000 days, it's like our Latin jam, but people probably don't know that Adrian played in like, um, like a Latin, like salsa quartet trio quartet for a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. We, we have a lot of different influences and it might not always be apparent, but, um, we just, yeah. Just like to explore where we can. All right. There will be surprises on this one. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. I like to hear that a lot. All right. Well, Mari, Adrian, uh, thank you both so much for joining me. It was cool to kind of learn about the album and, of course, looking forward to the next one. And in the meantime, folks, if you want to learn more about these two amazing musicians, you uh, you go to the amsmusic.com. It's the hyphen ams hyphen music.com. You'll find everything there. Follow on Spotify, of course. Follow their socials. And definitely looking forward to whatever comes down the road and looking forward to the next uh, conversation. And thanks for having us. That was great. Hi, this is singer Kate Eppers, and you're listening to Citywide Blackout. And that brings this episode to a close. Thanks to everyone for listening. And be sure to follow the show on Facebook at Citywide Blackout and Twitter and Instagram at Citywide Max. You can reach me at citywidemax at yahoo.com to suggest a guest or submit music for the Blackout Collection playlist. You can find this show wherever you check out your favorite podcasts, and new episodes are aired every Saturday at 10 p.m. EST on Boston Free Radio. That's all for now, and I'll see you next time.
climb on the starlight's ladder Grab a moonbeam's hand Meet them where they rise Follow where they sit on We go separately. We go separately.